Do you ever wonder how some podcasts get thousands of new listeners and you don't? Do you wonder how people get featured in major publications? Do you ever wonder how Instagram videos go viral? Welcome to the Giant Voices Podcast, hosted by Carson Jones. Every week we bring you the biggest names in podcasting, marketing, and public relations to help you break through the noise and take your brand to the next level. Oh, and we like to mix in the uncomfortable topics like mental health, anxiety, and the internal battles that keep us from growing. Now, let's get to the show. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Giant Voices Podcast. I'm Carson Jones. This is episode three. In the last episode, I gave you the first 20 tips, tricks to uh, to start and grow your podcast. This episode, I'm going to dig into the next 20. Appreciate you guys bearing with me. I definitely am getting more self-aware about speaking into the microphone, you know, the cadence of the microphone, the ums, the ahs. It, it's really interesting because this goes back to the point of why I wanted to start this podcast. The first couple episodes are going to be kind of rough. You know, I don't I don't lack the understanding and awareness to to get that it gets a little rambly at times that, you know, things aren't always perfect. And the first time you start anything, it's it's going to be a little rough. But so I appreciate you guys bearing with me because things will get better. And that's that's a principle that I've always used in my career. Like you just have to start somewhere. So many people are afraid to start something new because they don't want to be bad at something. They don't want to, you know, to show weakness, to say they're not great. And that's why people never start. And that's why they never grow. So I, I appreciate you guys bearing with me. I'm uh, definitely trying to you know, collect my thoughts on the fly. Me personally, I'm one of those people where silence is like the enemy to me. You know, anytime I feel anxious, my initial reaction is to just talk. So I know I, I get a little rambly at times and uh, that'll get better, especially as we start having guests. I'm excited to start booking guests, but I wanted to do three episodes on my own, get comfortable on a microphone. And I'll actually tell you why I wanted to do three episodes, why the power of it, like three episode launch is so important. So Without further ado, let's get into the next 20 tips and tricks to, to start and grow a podcast. Number 21, and th- these are all directly from my ebook. If you just want to go directly to the ebook, you don't want to sign up for the email list or anything like that, just go directly to it, giantvoicesmedia.com slash podcasting.pdf. You can find it there. I'm excited to hear some feedback from you guys too. So number 21, the importance of listing all of the platforms and social media channels on your website. So in the last episode, I talked about the importance of having a website. Your website's only as good as you know people people can find you. So everybody listens on a different place. So how many times do you talk to somebody that says they have a Facebook, but they don't have an Instagram, or they have this, but they don't have that? So many people are listening in different places. So many people get information from different places. Make sure that they can find you in all those places, and they know where to find you and how to find you. List social media channels on your website so they can find your social channels, so then they can find your podcast. Keep everything synergistic and they'll find your show. Number 22, pre-launch your show. If you go to my podcast, I'm not sure how long I'll, I'll leave it up there, but when I first launched the show, all I did was I put the introduction on my RSS feed and launched it on every every channel. Why did I do that? The last thing you want to do is launch your first episode, tell everybody about it, and then go back and realize that Apple Podcasts has taken three or four days to approve your show. So your first episode, like you want to put out some kind of pre-launch, something that's just going to establish you on all the directories, something that's going to establish, you know, establish your cover art, just get you on those channels. 
But then you also want to do the initial episode, the who I am, the what's this podcast going to be about? You know, what can you expect to hear? You know, when will the episodes air? Something that's going to just kind of ground your story for your listeners, but also is going to tell them what they can expect to hear in future episodes. Um, A pre-launch is so important. Good to get feedback from friends, family, you know, people within your inner circle that are that are going to give you, you know, good feedback, but also advice on how to, you know, maybe make things better, what they want to hear, what what they took from it. It just something good before you launch it to your full audience. Number 23, use your power base to generate some social proof. So when I launched this podcast, I initially went to, you know, closest friends, family and said, hey, like, I'd love for you to listen to my, the first episode. I'd love to get, you know, some feedback. If you love the episode, can you please leave me, you know, a rating or a review, something like that. So when we finally did launch the podcast, it already had 77 ratings on it. So this is a great place to start. You know, people rely so much on social proof because they want to know what they're getting into before they listen to it. Podcasts take a lot of time. It's a, it's a big commitment to, to listen to a podcast, even though it is passive consumption. You know, what makes a podcast so great? is that, uh, you know, you can listen to it while you're doing other stuff at the gym, walking your dog, you know, folding laundry, cooking dinner, whatever it may be. You can do it, but we'll still have to dedicate that time to listen to your podcast as opposed to somebody else. So getting those, you know, personal testimonials, those reviews, those ratings, you know, something that tells people like, hey, this is why you should listen to this podcast. And when people see those ratings, they're more likely to click on your show as opposed to somebody else. Um, Number 24, submit a press release. Number 25 is get some powerful press. So best way to build your online presence is to start putting out articles, start putting out information about your podcast. One, it's going to get you some credibility online. So somebody's searching for your podcast in Google or any of those search engines, you're going to pop up outside of just your, you know, just your feed outside of just the places where you can find a podcast. It's going to be some something that people can read about your podcast before they get into it. This is also great for online visibility. SEO benefits are great. Like if you can get some powerful press, something that we obviously do here, at Giant Voices, you know, you build your brand authority. Google definitely recognizes those powerful articles. So it can, it can really help get you that brand credibility to generate that that awareness for your podcast. Upon the launch, so I know I talked about the the three episode launch, like why you want to start with three episodes. The reason you want to start with three episodes is because Three, if people will listen to three episodes, they will typically subscribe. The other reason is that, you know, to get on Apple's new and noteworthy, you know, it has to be within those first eight weeks of launching a podcast and you have to get a bunch of downloads. So I told you guys in the first episode that the key to the Apple charts is nothing to do with reviews or ratings or anything like that. It's all about new downloads, new subscribers. So what happens is if you have three episodes there, when you officially launch your podcast, now people are downloading three episodes. That's three downloads as opposed to one. So now this gives you the chance to hit the charts. This this gives you a chance to hit the new and noteworthy. The best way to do it is to launch three episodes. And if you can get them through three episodes, that's a pretty decent time commitment. You know, for example, this would probably be about an hour's worth of time commitment. If somebody's willing to give you an hour of their time, they will probably subscribe. You'll probably keep person as a as a subscriber. Number 27, focus on Apple Podcasts. I know I said you should submit your podcast everywhere, but when you're starting to send people to links and you're saying, hey, go listen to my podcast here, my recommendation is that you focus on Apple. You know, while there are other players coming into the market, Apple is still the the biggest name in podcasts. Nearly 70% of people listen there. So you could either spend all your time trying to chase that other 30% on the other directories, or if you spend all of your focus and attention on Apple, 
you know, you end up chasing the bigger fish and getting a bigger piece of that pie, especially if you have a marketing strategy that can get you, you know, some exposure, whether that's their SEO, whether that's their direct audience, you know, now you're creating more visibility on the biggest platform as opposed to, uh, to chasing a bunch of other platforms. Number 28, run a giveaway. When you launch your podcast or at any point in your podcast, like if you're trying to activate an audience, the quickest way to do that is to incentivize them. So this doesn't mean, you know, you can get creative with this. So if you have a natural, you know, for example, with a travel podcast, we ran a trip to the Maldives that generated a ton of new downloads, ton of new excitement for that podcast. And, you know, it, it, it was just a natural giveaway. You know, a lot of people will just give away, you know, money. Money is always a good incentive. We've tried a bunch of different stuff and we still do giveaways to this day. We do a ton of giveaways to our audience to uh, to generate exposure on podcasts. It is worth doing, even though it might cost you a little bit of money. It'll generate a lot of excitement. Hopefully it'll help you hit the charts and create a lot of exposure for your podcast. Number 29, break your episodes into video clips. So if you want to get more exposure for your podcast, people have to be able to see it. People have to know about it. Create the short clips, the one minute clips with the subtitles and you put those on your social media channels. You just give yourself more of an opportunity to get found. You know, some people don't have time to listen to podcasts or maybe they don't have time right then. But if you can hit them in their feeds or the places that they are and you can have the subtitles so that even if they can't listen to the video, they can read it. You know, you're giving yourself every opportunity to get discovered on social media and, you know, you give yourself a better chance to uh, to get that new listener. Number 30. Put five to ten dollars a day on your ads. At first, when you're starting, you know, put some money into Instagram ads, put some money into Facebook ads, target your audience. So if you've done a good job of nailing down who you're talking to, who your niche is, and who your audience is, it makes it pretty easy. You've just you've created that audience that you can put into Instagram on who to target. So you know, it, it makes it very simple. It's worth putting that money in to grow your audience, and you'll see the results of that five to ten dollars a day. If, if you can't afford it. Number 31, grow your social media presence, grow your email list. So going back to that last point, like it's worth investing into your social presence, if nothing else, than to be able to get to, you know, a 10,000 follower mark so you can start doing a swipe up feature on Instagram to be able to build an audience the best way, unless you've got a marketing company or some pre-built audience that you can already activate. The best way to grow your podcast is by growing your audience, whether that's through your email list, whether that's on Instagram, whether that's on Facebook, whatever it may be. Number 32, interact with relevant hashtags. So if you know who you're speaking to, you know who your audience is, find those, find those hashtags on Instagram. That's the easiest way to do it. Don't go in and spam people, but become part of the community. That coincides with number 33 with Facebook groups. You know, podcasting is a medium in itself. It's it's the most community-based medium that we have. You know, people want to help other people in their podcasts. People want to, you know, support other people because while podcasting is big, while there are 700,000 of them, it's still very small when you can, when you compare it to the YouTube audiences, Facebook, Instagram. So the podcast community is a great community. And if you can, you know, be thoughtful and you can become like a thought leader within your niche and leave feedback and tips and tricks that people can actually use, then they'll want to support you even more, help spread, spread the virality of your brand and helps just brand you as somebody worth listening to. Number 34, write a blog post for your episode. You know, I talked about this a little bit, but having a blog post that coincides with your podcast is a great way for people to, to get exposed to your show and your brand, of course. Not everybody has time to listen to a show. Sometimes people are working, you know, they, 
or they, they, they just they don't have time to listen. You know, there's plenty of times when I'm laying in bed, last thing I want to do is have noise. You know, it kind of triggers me sometimes, you know, everybody's probably done this. You're laying, laying in bed or you're somewhere quiet and all of a sudden a video pops up and you, you know, you have that freak out moment. A blog post is great because people know it's not going to make noise. Some people prefer reading over listening. This also is great for SEO. It's also a great value add if you have guests. You know, think about it. If you're if you're trying to host guests, influential guests, and you could tell them not only am I going to put out a podcast, but I'm also going to write a blog post about you. It's going to link back to your brand. You know, the more that you can put out there, the more awareness you create for your brand and your podcast, the more valuable you become. Number 35, make sure you're adding your podcast to your email signature. A lot of people forget about this, but if you're going to do a podcast, you might as well leverage it in everything that you do. If you're saying, you know, the example I listed in the book is, let's say you're you're an SEO expert and, you know, you're pitching potential clients and in your email signature, it says, you know, listen to my podcast and they go to your podcast and there's an episode called 10 Ways to Boost Your Local SEO Presence. They go listen to that episode. Now they certainly are going to trust your authority and expertise, especially if they listen to your episode and they like what you have to say. So definitely make sure you're adding links to your signature so that everybody you're interacting with, you know, you're going to send the email anyways. You might as well try to get a few listeners or land a client or two from it. Number 36, have guests on your show. Best way, I guess this coincides with 37 as well, guests appear on other shows. This is something that has built a foundation for my business and a lot of my clients. It took us from podcast marketer to like a PR company is being able to book people on other shows and have guests on your show. The biggest way to grow your audience or build influence is by growing that network. I was just interacting with a guy named John Danes. A lot of you guys have probably heard of him. The reason why is because he has built a massive brand through his podcast. He's been on huge shows. He just had Grant Cardone on his show. He's using his podcast to have on influential guests to appear on other shows. And he's built a huge brand from it already. You know, I use the example... If we could book somebody as a guest, you know, on a on a podcast that has 20,000 listeners, you're able to speak direct to those listeners. That's like selling out Staples Center and you have more credibility because you're you're getting on a show where the host already has that audience's attention. They already trust, they already appreciate what he has to say. It obviously is going to align with what you're doing. And then if you can speak direct to that audience without being too salesy, if they like what you have to say, they're going to come to you. They're either going to check you out on Instagram they're going to, you know, look up your brand. They're going to find you in some way. Maybe they come to your podcast. You know, that's a great way to build your audience, build your listener base. Number 38, write a branded ebook. Obviously, that's what I did. I wanted to write an ebook to, you know, put out some content, ground my expertise. It's a great way to do that. It's also a great way to generate leads, build your email list, a great marketing tool to, you know, just build yourself as an expert. Number 39, leverage that ebook for viral shares. There's a website called Go Viral where you can actually use your ebook to get shares on Facebook, Instagram, you know, whatever that platform is. Or instead of just getting an email for your ebook, you get the email and they share your ebook. It's a very cool strategy. It's not only a way to gather email addresses and gather information, but it's also a great way to generate some virality for your brand. And number 40, book speaking gigs. If you can get out there, you know, guest appearances are great, but if you can get in front of people face to face, there's no better way to get your point across to interact with people face to face. So, you know, definitely the conversations are a lot better. You're able to speak directly to an audience, take questions, provide value, you know, sell from stage if that's what you, if that's what you're into. You know, booking speaking gigs is the best way to continue to get your brand out there 
And a lot of these speaking gigs tend to come with a nice paycheck. So if you're looking for places to find some speaking gigs, there's a website called growthtools.com. Or you may just want to start reaching directly out to some of these conferences, some of these places, like start somewhere. Schools tend to have budgets for speaking. You know, if, you, if they like what you have to say, you can typically get booked and, uh, and, get, and start your speaking career. So that's uh, 21 through 40. I appreciate you guys hanging with me. I, I'm excited about the guests we're going to bring on the next, next couple episodes and beyond from here on out. Most likely, most of the episodes will be guest episodes. And uh, you don't have to just have to listen to me talk the whole time. But thank you guys for hanging with me. As always, if you have questions, feel free to reach out on Instagram at Carson Jones, two S's. I'm still working on getting to at Carson Jones. The guy won't respond to me. So for now, we're Carson Jones with two S's. Definitely reach out to me. Tell me I ramble too much. Tell me this sucks. Tell me you'll love it. Ask me questions. I'd love to talk more. And we'll see you guys on the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Giant Voices podcast. If you love the show, don't forget to subscribe, share, and leave a review. Also, if you have questions, message us on Instagram at Giants underscore Voices or message Carson at Carson Jones.